Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Broken to Beautiful podcast. I am your host, Bontressa, and this month I have two young men here with me today that are going to be talking to me about changing the narrative. So these two young men are college students, and one of them is my forever baby. Um, We'll talk about him in just a minute. And we also have his friend and fraternity brother. I am going to allow them to introduce themselves. So I have Elijah Blair and I have Keontae Singleton. So Elijah, if you want to start off. Hello, everyone. My name is Elijah Blair. I am a senior nursing major student at Newberry College, and I am the president of Alpha Delta Chi chapter of Omega Psi Phi Fraternity Incorporated. I am Keontae Singleton. How are everybody doing? Um, I am the chapter's community service rep and event planner. And what year are you in? I am a junior art major. Sorry. All right. So Keontae is the one that is my forever baby. And he is actually my first cousin. And um, we have a pretty big age gap. And so he was pretty much raised as like a nephew of mine. And it's kind of hard watching him grow up and be a whole man in front of me. Um, (laughs) But I'm working through that. I'm working through that. So this podcast is from a blog that I wrote back in 2020. It was in June of 2020. And this was right after the George Floyd situation. During 2020, we faced so many different trials and transitions and losses, and we were in the beginning of the pandemic. Uh, We also had, like I said, the George Floyd situation, and there were so many other situations that took place around that time that truly hurt the hearts of so many. And so during this podcast, I wanted to kind of talk about how we can change the narrative. That's one of the phrases that I used in that podcast about how people see our young men, how people see our people of color. And that really is something that needs to be talked about. Do you agree? Yes. Yes. So we're going to give these guys a platform because they are young men. and, And my cousin mentioned about the community service. They are young men that believe in giving people a voice. They actually asked me a couple months ago to speak um, as a part of a panel that they had. And you guys have those panels kind of often. Am yeah. I correct? Yeah, we're starting to. Good. And that's something that it gives people an outlet. It gives people a voice. Um, those that participate and, and come out to to listen, it it'll, it causes them to think about things and it brings up real issues. And I think that is very important because that's what we need. Yeah. We need to be talking, but we need to be talking about the right things. So one of the questions that I had in regards to changing the narrative is about identity. That's a very important part of discovering the narrative and how to change it. And so the question that I had for you guys is how do you define identity and who do you think shapes that? You want me to go first? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) So I define identity as just being yourself. Be who you are supposed to be or be who God makes you to be. And 
how do you shape identity or how do you shape yourself? I believe that you just have to do the right things and continue to, you know, pursue God's will and God's path that he has in store for you to make sure that you become the best person that you possibly can be. Piggybacking off of what he said, or like being yourself and being who you're supposed to be. I feel like people, some people have an actual like part in molding and shaping you, like depending on how you was raised and depending on who you actually gravitate to, like from early stages of life. So like being yourself is it's not really like just being raised and having your own personality from the jump. It's something that you gotta kind of learn. Like being yourself is, <clears throat> let's say you got a group of friends that you starting to grow apart from because you like, you know, your um, identity is changing. Mm -hmm. So like, say you like to do community service. First of all, this is mm -hmm. something that I like to do. And your friends like to go play the game and you know, sports is more of their thing. You're going to have to gravitate towards something else and find people that actually attract to those type things. So identity is what you actually attract to. That's how I feel. And that's a very good perspective. Um, and even the part about who shapes your identity, of course, our identity should be rooted and grounded in God mm -hmm. um, and who he's called us to be. But there are people that he's placed in the earth that help us to get to where we need to go, help to mold us into who we need to be, and even help to cultivate those things in us that we have an, an innate desire um, to gravitate towards like community service or writing or, you know, different things that we have a passion for, nursing, things like that. And there are people that he's placed in the earth to help us to go to those things and to help to mold us and get us to where he needs us to be. So I do totally agree about that. So the next question I have is, have you ever felt the pressures of stereotypes for different reasons? Yes. Um, just based off our fraternity, um, most people, like just like going through social media, most people think that we party, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah cause drama, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, hop and wreck people parties. <laughs> but on the inside, it's like more of a business than anything, you know what I'm saying? We got to make sure we're getting money into the frat for insurance, you know what I'm saying, doing fundraisers, doing community service, you know what I'm saying, putting our faces out in the community so we can actually, like, you know, host those type things. The parties usually don't usually be for us, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, people be recording and putting us on that that's just what they want to see. Yeah. Like people usually just gravitate towards what they actually want to see than what actually going on. Mm -hmm. So that's why I think that's like a stereotype towards us for when it comes to what we actually do. Mm -hmm. It's more of, a, more of a business than just a party for it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. uh, yes, I have been stereotyped before. Um, when it comes to being stereotyped, I believe that it's just, I don't think we should believe in those stereotypes because people can prove you wrong. Mm -hmm. When it comes to my personal experience, I have been stereotyped in the nursing field mm -hmm. to where I felt like I had a target on my back because I was the only man of color in my class. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to stereotyping people, I don't think we should do that. 
I really think we should just learn who that person is rather than say, oh, they are this person because they are of this ethnicity mm -hmm. or race, et cetera. So stereotyping is definitely wrong, and I totally disagree with it. I feel like stereotypes come from, like, things that people learn. People's opinions, definitely. Yeah, people, yeah. yeah. I feel like it's like what, what you watch your parents do or what you watch people around you do is what you gain from you know what I'm saying, what you hear also. Mm -hmm. So the eyes and ears connect together. So what you hear, what you see, all gives you an image of what you think somebody should do. So like, if you feel like, oh, this person is violent, this skin tone is violent, they do a lot of violent things, and then go see somebody do the same thing that you just heard, you're going to think that all those people are violent just from off of sight and, you know what I'm saying, what you hear. So... Like like Elijah said, I feel like most people just have to, you know what I'm saying, actually reach outside the box and go touch that person, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, spiritually, mentally, and actually go speak to them before, you know what I'm saying, put a label on how their action is going to be. That is very good. <clears throat> that is very good. Because um, even in that particular blog, I talked about how the way that we see things comes from um, generational things. Yeah. Um, people have stereotypes in families. Yeah. Yes. People have stereotypes. Um, every single race has a stereotype, mm -hmm. whether we like it or not. We got a good one and we got a negative one. Every single one. You can't find one of them where we can't say something um, about another race. Um, but it's up to us to change that narrative. And just because that's what you see me as, that doesn't mean that's who I am. And it is my priority and it's my business to show you I'm not that girl. You, you may think so, um, but that's not who I am. And so we do have to defy those uh, negative stereotypes and the negative connotations that people kind of place on us. Yeah. And that was what that whole blog was about, is the fact that a lot of times people you know, try to say, oh, well, you're a part of this particular group. Yeah. And so if, if something like that happened, then you deserve it. Or there had to be something that you did in order to get that type of treatment. And it's not always true. Yeah. You can't always put everyone in the same bucket. Yes. You have to give each individual person an opportunity to prove to you who they truly are. And even if they, you know what I'm saying, even if you do get that one-on-one -on -one time with a mm -hmm. person, like, they can show you different than what they show somebody else. Right. So, like, say if you just so happen to irritate me, mm -hmm. like, and the next person does it, you have a different outlook on how you portray me than the next person. Mm -hmm. So it's not really off how I'm portrayed, mm -hmm. it's just off perspective. That's true. That is really true. So you guys said that you've been stereotyped um, for various reasons. And Elijah, I can definitely see how that would be a thing of, of yeah. being stereotyped. Um, how did it make you feel? It made me feel discouraged. It, it was to the point to where I was going through some mental blocks in my mind. Like, am I accepted into this world? Am mm -hmm. I accepted into... Newberry College and my accepted into this profession. Mm -hmm. So how I felt about it was just upsetting mm -hmm. because I was just 
doing what I love to do, mm -hmm. but them kind of, I guess I want to say not accepting me mm -hmm. in, in person or rather behind closed doors, it just made me feel like terrible. Yeah. Because it's just, yeah. Yeah, it's just that's bad. It's bad to have that stereotype on someone when I actually did prove them wrong. I proved them at who I was and what I'm capable of doing. Mm -hmm. And now they accept me behind closed doors and in front of my face now. Mm -hmm. So yeah, now that I, now that they accept me, I feel better about it. Mm -hmm. But before I just, I was tore down. Yeah. But it's sad that you had to work harder for yes, that acceptance. Definitely. I definitely did. It's sad that you, that you had to work harder and, um, but y'all, he he is like a natural helper. I've yeah. seen that. <laughs> he was at our family gathering and you taking out trash and stuff. Like, no, you don't have to do that. But he is a natural helper. And that's what we need. Um, we need people that are doing things because that's in their heart. Yes. And because that's what they, they are pulled to, not because, oh, this this sound like it might get me a good yeah, paycheck. Right so now. I'm gonna yeah. go, I'm gonna go in this yeah. area. This is the field that I'm gonna go in. So I applaud you for continuing you. to press forward, even though they may see you in a different way. And I think it's a beautiful thing. Uh, you could definitely be my nurse whenever you, you know, you. go. <laughs> but yeah, it, it is very, very important to have people in places that have a true passion for doing it and that are not just doing it because it's going to get me a check. Yeah, exactly. What about you, Keontae? Uh, I mean... I'm gonna just piggyback on what he was saying. Because mm -hmm. like, okay, so throughout throughout my my experiences, I would say that it's harder to get a little help, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. When you try to do something that people don't think you can actually do. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's like it's gonna tell people that maybe he's not working hard enough or maybe he's just a little lazy. Mm -hmm. But I mean, you sit and help everybody else, you know what I'm saying, get to where they need to be. But I'm still having to, you know what I'm saying, actually go do it myself. Right. And it, it, it creates a barrier between, like, this actual thing and what I actually want to do. So, like, the biology thing, that was something that I really wanted to do, but, like, mm -hmm. I, I couldn't find no help for it. Mm -hmm. and, and it took me off the path that I felt like I should have been on. Mm -hmm. But it took me to another path that I felt like would fit better for me. Like, art is, like, in everything. It's art and community service, which... Mm -hmm. Me to that. It's art and you know what I'm saying, biology, science. Mm -hmm. So I feel like art would probably be the best thing for me. Yeah. And it's it's easy to find help with art than yeah. <laughs> like biology. Yeah. And he is good in it. He is really good in it. He does have a creative soul and he's been drawing since he's a kid. It was a kid. I actually still have one of your drawings downstairs in the room. Uh, <laughs> so he is uh he is good at what he does. So with you guys doing the panels and everything that you're trying to do and in, in getting your faces out in the community in the mm -hmm. community, how are you planning to change that narrative? We're planning to change that narrative by I guess changing people's opinions about us mm -hmm. yeah. and uh, people are still entitled to their own opinion right. and you know it, it's definitely hard to change people's opinions but we want to change that stereotype that omega sci-fi fraternity has mm -hmm. so like like Keontae said earlier our stereotype is that we are partiers with mm -hmm. wild men but 
what's done behind closed doors they don't see mm -hmm. so we're just trying to portray that we do other things rather than just be partiers or be just wild men mm -hmm. so we just we just want to change that opinion that people have of us because mm -hmm. we know what we do and we know that we work hard so we just want our hard work to be seen and yeah. that's all and something that people really don't pay attention to is like yes we party but we are young college students mm -hmm. these these are people that are getting degrees doctor's degrees uh, bachelor's degrees you know what i'm saying it's doctors and lawyers coming through this line <laughs> right through this party yeah, yeah. so like uh, if you look back in our history we got people that basically created america mm -hmm. like blood plasma was founded by a member of omega sci-fi like he come found, on history yeah. <laughs> <laughs> brother charles drew charles r drew yes yeah, helped develop blood plasma which is probably the biggest thing right now when it comes COVID. to like, yeah and blood drive that's mm -hmm. like one of our biggest you know what i'm saying what's it called biggest Man, program that we do mm -hmm. yes. so uh it's like we we do have fun of course it's, it's just natural mm -hmm. nobody just wants to sit in the room and study it's not the fact that we rather you show us partying you know what i'm mm -hmm. saying it's just the fact that that's just what gets seen mm -hmm. so the stereotype on campus is that ADX don't do nothing at all, for mm -hmm. real, but they don't look outside of campus. Mm -hmm. We yeah. don't do nothing on campus majority of the time because mm -hmm. they don't really approve of it. So that's mm -hmm. like stopping us, that's hindering us from actually getting stuff done on campus. So I just took the narrative to actually go out into the community and, you know what I'm saying, follow up on things that people are already doing. So like, and when I say that, I say we got a fundraiser May 21st with Layla's Place Bakery. Mm -hmm. um, and we're raising money for Jason's house. It's a house for terminally ill cancer um, patients, like kids. Mm. So we're trying to raise like $5,000 for that. Uh, and it's a couple other things because we got like a, the Sigma Swim with Nunu Sigma. Um, chapter of Sigma Gamma Rho that we're supposed to be helping with on the 21st also, so we're probably going to split up and, you know what I'm saying, not two things out in one day. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I do, I definitely do see the things that you guys are doing in the community, and I think it is amazing. And I do think that the work and the effort that you guys are putting forth, the people that see that, that want to genuinely see um, the good that you guys are doing it, they will see it. You never know who's watching you. You never know who's going to be around to be able to give you an opportunity. So there's always going to be um, people who are going to find the negative in everything. Yes. And those are just the ones that we have to learn, whether you're in college or whether you're already in the workforce, that you're going to have to learn to say, that ain't it. So, <laughs> so you go and you do your thing. A lot of people think that you have to put yourself in positions to be seen, but you don't necessarily have to. The Bible says that your gift will make room for you. So those things that you're doing and that you're doing it unto God, 
God will allow the right person to be able to see you doing those things and you can get elevated. And they're like, well, they were not, well, I don't have to. I always say (laughs) in the workforce that I'm not one of those people that are like a little kid that brings home their, you know, drawing and say, look, mommy, can you put it on the refrigerator? I'm not one of those. It's either you see it, right. Either you see it or you don't. And, and, and let the words that other people who I have impacted speak for me. If they want to go and tell someone, then that is perfect. But I'm not going to be running around saying, look what I did, you know? And so that's just the type of person that I am. But you also do have those people that just have that, that need. And so just do what you do. And the right people will be in place to see that and to get you where you need to go. So the last question is, what advice would you give to other young men, other people of color, Elijah, other men that may want to go into the nursing field? Um, What advice would you have for them? I would say just... Continue being who you are. Continue to do the right things. Of course, you have to have those attributes of hard work, dedication, determination, and the perseverance to continue to, you know, to move on. Mm-hmm. I would just say just continue to keep that up. Uh, continue to have faith in God, of course. Mm-hmm. And continue just being who you are. Even if people accept you or not, just continue being the person you were meant to be. That is good. What about you, Keontae? I say connect with as many people as possible beforehand. You know what I'm saying? So you can always have a voucher just in case somebody, you know what I'm saying, is trying to put you in a situation Mm -hmm. where you can't really, you know what I'm saying, fight for yourself. Right. So I would say, you know what I'm saying, uh, it doesn't always have to be a fraternity or any organization mm-hmm. you can take it upon yourself to actually go out and you know what i'm saying make those connections mm-hmm. it's not that hard people are looking for volunteers and you know what i'm saying people every day to actually you know what i'm saying give our color some type of shine mm-hmm. when it comes to like what what's going on around you mm-hmm. um i would say um most people do give us a stereotype when it comes to like being lazy and it, all you got to do is just like go outside yeah or, you know what i'm saying or actually like look around because like it's, even if you don't go outside it's on social media people are looking for help everywhere right so that's the only thing that is probably hindering us from actually getting you know what i'm saying good words on our you know what i'm saying our our culture mm-hmm. yeah people don't usually step out and actually try to do what needs to get done to fix their community or fix their environment. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I think that our part is starting when they're young. Yeah. yeah. Um, Shaping the identity, letting them know who they are in the home. Yeah, because music and, and yeah, like music in your environment, like yes. I said last time, mm-hmm. music in your environment is that's what's grabbing our kids. Right? Yes, they know all these songs, but they don't know how to count. They <laughs> right. know all these songs, but they don't know the ABC. Right, they can walk up the street and feel protected, which is that's fine. That's mm-hmm. perfectly fine. 
but most of the time it's not like the best neighborhood ever. So they mm-hmm. see everything that they don't really need to see. That is true. That is true. And and pandemic has not helped it's at not all. Helped at all. Um, I I have a few people that I know that are educators and it's really, really hard for them. Yeah. Um, because the pandemic has not helped. Um, they're behind. Yeah. yeah. And so um it's it's scary. I thought about it the other day. I was talking to an educator, and I'm like, that is so scary. These are our future. Yeah. And so we have to start um when they're young, shaping them, um, instilling good morals and values into them, telling them who they are. Yeah, we don't um, take enough time no. to sit and talk to Mm-mm. those age because we feel like they're not gonna understand. Right. Which is not true. But they, they're they smart. Way more than right. <laughs> the Bible also says that each generation gets weaker and wiser. They're so smart. A lot of people talk about the pandemic babies and how advanced yeah. they are. Yeah. And so they, they do know and they can gravitate to those things, but we just have to take the time to do it in yeah. our everyday lives while they're brushing their teeth, yeah. while you're doing their hair. We all have a part to play in the children's lives that we have now so that we can allow them to grow up to be good standing citizens and to be rooted and grounded in the identity of who they are. Um, Understanding that the culture or the the race or the economic status that they're in is is no fault of their own. That is just what happened. That is what um, God placed them here to be a Caucasian or he placed them here to be African-American or Asian or whatever um, culture or creed you are. That was not our fault. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is something that we have to learn to walk in. We have to learn to be confident in and we, we have to we no, cannot we use it as a crutch. No, we cannot. We have to understand that it is up to us to show who we really are and that starts from as when we're young it starts when we're young so that is that is what our charge is um but i it is my prayer that you guys understand who you are and you understand that you are needed and that you are necessary in the community and in the world in your fields and wherever it is that you go so you guys carry that mantle of being the lights yeah. in your respective places. So just make sure that you don't take that for granted, right? Yeah, and you matter. make sure that as leaders in the community or wherever it is, that you take that charge seriously, okay? Yeah, no, I love y'all. Well, that was an amazing talk with some amazing young men. I hope that you guys have learned um, from them and from some of the things that they have experienced. It's definitely a work in progress. We still have more work to do, guys. We still have more work um, in changing the narrative. 2020 caused a whole lot of things to change as it pertains to how we're seen and and different things and it caused people to look at things in a different perspective but we still have a long way to go and we still have a long way to go and it starts from our babies and so i pray that you guys have um enjoyed your time here and enjoyed the space to be able to share those things and i pray that 
you guys as the audience has learned something from these young men and that you will be able to carry this with you wherever you go. Um, and it will help shape how you look at people. Um, most of the time, all we need is, is to hear something that causes us to think. And that is something that I always try to walk away from a, a conversation or anything with is just, did I leave them with something to at least think about? You may not agree with me. You may not like what I said, but at least you have something to think about. And so that's what I always um, try to do in every um, encounter that I have. So I pray that you guys have enjoyed it. Um, celebrate the young people in your lives, no matter what race or creed that you are, celebrate the young people in your lives and help them to be able to walk firmly in who they are and who God has created them to be in their culture. I pray that you guys have an amazing month. Stay blessed and be safe. Bye. <laughs>